Outcast finally gets a teaser trailer that's pretty vague. Then, speaking of Robert Kirkman, he says Carl might not be dead. All this and more on this week's Horror TV Weekly. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I'm sorry, I played this song just as a humble brag because I got to meet Superman this weekend at the Mammoth Film Festival, Tom Willing himself. And it's just funny, every time you hear it, you think about being 13 again, (laughs) right? (laughs) Adolescent. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, speaking of things that are scary, especially adolescent me, this is Horror TV Weekly, guys, and I'm your host, Lucretia Lyon. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N, anywhere on the internet, since there is only one, but I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host. Hey, everyone, this is Chauncey K. Robinson, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Chauncey K.R. All right, there's like a lot to get to, so let's just break right into it. Uh, see what it did there? Um, but yeah, um, Outcast Season 2 finally has a teaser trailer that teases the U.S. release date. I've kind of known this vague date for a while, so I don't know why they keep doing this to me, but here you go. It's a great show. Your dad says it's like you're a puppet, and the black thing's pulling your strings. This summer. Yeah, it's uh, definitely yeah. a blink and you'll miss it kind of. <laughs> yeah, and it's so frustrating that Cinemax did this because Outcast did so well. And, and honestly, as I say, the first season of Outcast was way better than the first season of Walking Dead. Mm. It was just such a good show. I've actually been following the comics, but I even like quit reading because I was liking to go along with the show. But now I'm to the point where the show stopped. So I'm like, okay, do I keep going? What, you know, I was waiting for the release date. This is based off of the comics, right? Yes. And Kirkman actually did it, who did The Walking Dead, which yep. is pretty cool. So you know it's going to be quality. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's as I always say, it's a great show. I highly recommend anybody watching the first 10 episodes. And two, if you... A bit torn. <coughs> you can find season two. <laughs> if you don't want to be spoiled, you know. Yeah, because it released, what was it, uh, over in the UK? In the UK, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know, was there some sort of, like, legal battle or something as to why it was not coming over here? Was another cable holding something hostage sort of situation? Well, yeah, basically. um, So Cinemax basically has been holding Outkast because they were looking for stuff to pair it with because it was paired with um, Corey and Banshee and things Mm. like that. But they had nothing else. And instead of just releasing the show, they have been held on to it just because they're, like, retooling their network. And it's like, seriously? That's messed up. So they're just holding it hostage. No, yeah. that's no good. I know. Because, as I say, it was a great show. I mean, I'm sure season two will be really good, too. Because usually season two is where you're like, yep, this is where we're going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's sometimes the case with shows. Sometimes shows, you know, have a whole, whole like, sophomore slump. But if this one, if you're saying this one is, like, even better on the second season. Have you seen it yet, the second season? Uh, should I ask you that? Uh, yeah. I, I, I may have. <laughs> I watched some of the first episode. But okay. I've been waiting for it to come out so I could 
if legally watch it. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, because this uh, show, from my understanding, deals with uh, de- demonic possession. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. And that's uh, like, well, and two, you're not really sure if it's demons or what while we're at in the show and where I'm at in the comics. So you're not sure if it's demon because there are some people that are possessed that are not actually bad people. There And so that's the interesting part about it is some okay. people get possessed by this, you know, black being, we'll just say, like, because it's very vague. And then yet they're trying to do good. So it's kind of oh. interesting. It's a little bit of a different take. It's a little bit of a gray area yeah. when it comes to demonic possession. Okay. Yeah. Well, I and too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I recommend it. I mean, the first season, I think you can definitely still get it on the Cinemax app. But yeah. Cinemax. Okay. Yeah. It cool. is a good show. But speaking of things that make people angry, the Venom trailer was released. And as all I can, all, for all intents and purposes, I'm pretty sure the whole internet is mad about it. Let's see why. Did we see Venom in that? <laughs> I believe that's why the internet is pissed. <laughs> I am part of the pissed group. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and not just Venom. Where the hell is Carnage? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're still, like, working on post-production. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's got their thing. Does he have an accent? Yeah, I feel Sounds like yeah. he does actually accent, have an right? accent in this movie. They didn't tell him to get Maybe rid of it. Maybe it's a breakup. Tom already has an accent, right? In real yeah. Life? yeah. Yeah. I don't think they told him to get rid of it. Death. <laughs> I mean, not I mean Eddie Brock is, like, a New Yorker. Like, yeah. I mean, Maybe it's, it's his bad interpretation of yeah. New York accent. Because <laughs> Tom Hardy is a great actor. But... Yeah, he is. They're really hiding the shark yeah. here, though. Yeah. I loved him as Bane. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Right? Oh, my gosh. Batman. That was... Batman. <laughs> there it is, Venom. See it. Yep. <laughs> yep, nothing. See, I don't know why people are mad. They just showed it to us. Yeah, that, that little bit there. That was a symbiote. Oh, well. See, you know what? I wanted like a Deadpool-esque movie with Carnage. That would have been fun, where he just goes around killing people for fun. Just be like a slasher flick, flick but like for, with superheroes, like a supervillain. Yeah. That's but, awesome. But yeah, I'm like, I would watch that movie where he just goes around killing people, and then he gets the suit, and he still just does the same thing, only more. I mean, okay, yeah. so I'll be in the minority here because I actually was one of the few people, I guess, who was not mad at this trailer. I actually thought it was pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. I actually, I mean, I didn't want it. I mean, it, w- it would have been cool to see Venom, but it's a teaser trailer. Yeah. It's not the full one. Of course, they're going to make it so that you don't see him necessarily. I mean, that would be like a huge reveal right there, and it's a teaser trailer. Well, and two, <laughs> maybe just like a little bit of a snippet. Just We know what he looks like, though. Yeah. We know what Venom looks like. I know, not- <laughs> but it would have been cool. At least you're playing devil's advocate here, but yeah, I, mean, I was like, I'm everyone actually- else is really mad about it. <laughs> I'm not like- even doing yeah. it on purpose. Yeah. Like, this is not like even contrived. I yeah. actually dug the the trailer i yeah. was not mad at it and that's why i was when i finished it because i as soon as it came on on my twitter timeline because it was on the super bowl no. on television or whatever and it came on my timeline i looked at it, i was like oh yeah that's pretty cool for once i did not look at anyone's comments yeah i was like oh that's pretty cool so i go on and i'm like what did everyone think and then i'm going through the hashtag and everyone's like oh my gosh i'm like wait a minute what well and two <laughs> i'm like they could have done like just like the back of him or the side like you could have done just a little just a little bit would have go, go a long way yeah i mean I guess I feel like 
it's it's clear even with the teaser trailer that they're concentrating on the character development. Yeah. It's very clear they're talking about this guy who's probably going through something and that struggle. So it's this idea of it's probably going to be one of those things like he doesn't become Venom. <laughs> yeah. We'll probably be very pissed at the movie itself because he might not even become Venom until like the last very 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, he may be like fighting it and then the last 10 to 15 minutes we get Venom and it's like part two coming back, you know? Damn it, now I think that's what they're going to do. Because I really think they they very much, with this TV trial, I got the glimpse that they're going to be focusing on character, so. Yeah, and too, as I say, I know a lot of people don't really like that they've chosen Venom, but it's like, really, that's a popular character, and I know that didn't really work out in Spider-Man 3, but that's because they didn't want to do it, so they were like, screw it. Um, But yeah, like, Venom is a cool character, and Eddie Brock is sort of at least a complicated man. I know a lot of people would have rather seen the Flash Thompson is what I saw, yeah. but, you know, Joe Manganiello is busy being Destro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's was, fair. Also what I was thinking about. Because it like, looks good. Yeah, yeah real quick. I, I just want to say also what I was thinking that, like, since um, the internet's such vultures, you know, if they yeah. showed Venom right away, it would probably be torn apart if there was, like, even something slightly amiss with it you know true exactly yeah yeah no that's exactly right in my opinion too like i feel like we live in this day and age where someone would have found something wrong with it yeah you know it just no one no one would have been satisfied he could have looked exactly like a live action version of the comics that we've seen and people would be like why did they do it why didn't they do something different you know I mean, I think either way, I think maybe that was also what they were thinking. Yeah. Like, we can't show them now because, but considering it's coming out in October, we've got some months. This is just going to give people a whole pun- time to just, like, rip it to shreds. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I, they just recently, like, wrapped up filming as well. And, what? yeah, what I was thinking is just that, um, oh, man, I kind of lost my thought. Sorry about that. No, no, it's fine. I mean, I just think it's going to be definitely character development. I I honestly, my prediction, I will predict right now, we won't see Venom in that movie until like the last 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be the last act. He's not going to be full of Venom for a minute. People are going to be pissed. I just remembered. (laughs) Well, uh, and it doesn't make sense to have it in the first act anyway, but yeah. Yeah, I think this is just like a a trailer to really um, set the tone for the film. Like especially that that last shot of uh, uh Tom Hardy in the in the bed just going crazy. Yeah. That's like what I loved the most. No, yeah, that yeah. was the highlight of it to yeah. me too. Because so. uh, I want more of that. <laughs> yeah, as I say, I love a symbiote, but I actually prefer the red one. I should have brought my mug. I had okay. a big old carnage fun. <laughs> yeah, carnage is just more fun. But yeah, speaking of fun, Ash versus Evil Dead is just keeps ramping up. Their little stuff going on with Ashes. Who's your daddy bits? This one's on crime. Who's your daddy? There's an old saying, crime doesn't pay. And that's good advice to give your kids, but only about real crimes. I mean, is it a crime to take a donut without paying for it? Hmm. Mm-hmm. The law says yes. Papa Ash says, hey, it's just a f- donut. Hey, lighten up. <laughs> Same goes for gum beef jerky and anything you can fit in your pocket hey lady (laughs) always drinking shimps there the sad thing is is ash's parenting advice is similar to mine (laughs) you know if you're doing something illegal don't get caught anything you can fit in your pocket (laughs) yeah and uh that's why you have big pockets but they decided to cut out all the blood and cursing and replace it with fun little cartoon bits in uh, this next clip here. There's probably not a lot of dialogue. 
I love the baby bottle. I've never been so proud. <laughs> oh. oh, Ash. I still wish Kelly was his daughter like they intended, but you know what? It's still fun to see Ash be a dad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's a goofy character. Well, speaking of hot dads, that's a weird segue, but Mark Paul <laughs> Gosler is um, his show The Passage, which is a vampire series pilot for Fox, is going through some reshoots. Yeah, yeah no, this looks really cool. I mean, Mark Paul Gosler is in, I mean... I feel like I've kind of started calling him the unofficial king of, like, shows that don't get a chance as much. Yeah, because my boobs are named Franklin and Bash. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, yes, yeah. fun fact, guys. Yeah. And also, yeah. I, I mean, he was, in, uh, the, he was in Pitch, which was a really phenomenal it was show good. that Fox did not let them do the second season. I think they really should have, you know, given it another chance to, like, catch on. I gave, I mean, they gave the Mindy Project, like, five years, but... Um, I love that show. I'm just so saying. So take that back. I'm not taking oh. it back, because that was, <laughs> it was a superly, like, low-rated show, and they kept renewing it, and it was like, you couldn't do that for Pitch? Like, okay. Well, that but was anyway. actually because NBC owned yeah, it. But, yeah, yeah. And also, yeah. I mean, it was getting, like, critical praise, or whatever. And it um, was a good show. Yeah. But I Pitch mean, was, was, too. Yeah, <laughs> Pitch was really yeah. good, but uh, anyway, Mark Paul Gossler is in this new show, um, The Passage, which kind of deals with him. Um, I think he's playing a soldier that is trying to basically save this young girl um, uh, named Amy Belafonte, um, who is basically like the key to like saving humanity. So they had already filmed it, but now they're basically doing reshoots and <laughs> You know, what yeah. goes on in, I guess, the industry or whatever like that is that they've replaced, like, certain characters, certain yeah. actors who won't be in it any longer. And they've added, like, three new characters and they're looking for casting for it. So I just hope it's a lot easier than, um, say, erasing a mustache. I mean... <laughs> All the CGI advancements <laughs> in the world and... <laughs> Like, no, yeah, exactly. I mean, it looks like it's, it might be pretty interesting. It's it's based off of a, the best-selling trilogy book. So um, for people who are fans of the book, you know, that'll be, you know, really cool to see and see how well they like. I mean, considering that they're actually, like, replacing characters so easily, though, I'm, yeah. I'm, guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing that it may not be exactly, like, it's probably going to be very loosely based off of the book, kind of maybe the idea of it. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, and sometimes that works out well. I mean, to me, certainly if I've not read the book, I mean, I'm not even going to notice. Um, and because, yeah, I didn't even realize this was a book. I was just like, ooh, Mark Paul Gessler. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm always excited to get yeah. him back on our screens. We actually uh, we actually um, have the same birthday, me, mm -hmm. him, and Jensen Ankles, yeah. March 1st. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> We're yeah. March 1st, It's baby. coming up, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm rooting for this show because anything that's, like, epic, it's supposed to be, like, you know, vampires, maybe, you know, with the whole, like we were saying before, like, the horror TV, horror television kind of getting this rejuvenation that this will actually catch on. Yeah. So... And Jensen could come over to the show. That would really help it because he's really good about being a vampire or killing them. So that's yeah. up. That March first, guys. Yeah, but but Supernatural will never end. Probably. No. So. But who knows? Passage. <laughs> Where was it shot? Was it in Vancouver? No, they're always <laughs> yeah. in Vancouver. Everything's right. in Vancouver nowadays. And it's actually, this yeah. is actually from the same. The people who are behind it, like the executive producers and stuff, are from um, like Alien, Prometheus, and other oh. you know movies and shows that we've. 
overfilled, love it or hate it, that franchise, (laughs) (laughs) they're behind it. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is this actually looks good and not just because of him. So we'll have to see. I mean, hopefully it gets out soon. But speaking of things that, you know, honestly, at this point, just need to end because Chris Carter flipped his take again. And now it's like, well, hold on. There's still more more stories to tell. We might go on without Scully. I love the X-Files, but I hate you. <laughs> like, Aww. I will just say that because it's like, dude, seriously, come on. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those things where I I personally, as a Mulder and Scully shipper, would not want to see yeah. it. You know, keep going without the. I mean, these two make the show. You know, they're the heart of the show. I know Mulder. You know, he left for some seasons. Uh, I think it was like what season seven and eight. He wasn't around, and then yeah. he came back towards nine. And I didn't even really watch those until later because of that. Yeah, I was because like, yeah. he wasn't there, yeah. and they had the two other agents who were really great. But it yeah, was like they weren't, Riz, yeah. they weren't Mulder and Scully. And it's like I think even when they did this reboot, they had to realize like this is what people wanted. You know, and they wanted Mulder and Scully. So the idea that Scully wouldn't be there, it's like who would be his person? You know? Like, who would be the person to bounce off ideas if Mulder even stays? Well, yeah, because that's the thing is that's a big, big if. I mean, David Duchovny doesn't, didn't even really want to do this. It was just like, hey, this needs to be done because we're really mad about the other ending. And so that's sort of the thing is I don't think he would come back either. And I would be okay if they did it with Robbie Amell and uh, a Lord crap ambrose's character mm-hmm. i was like redhead <laughs> um einstein and what was his name because they have, we've hardly seen him at all robbie i was like if they did it with them it wouldn't be like a reboot per se it, but it would be like okay these characters were introduced like i could deal with them hunting aliens it wouldn't be Mulder and scully but at least it would be a different dynamic and exactly. wouldn't take away from that yeah and that's why i'm like if you want to do that i'm okay with it but, yeah, like, you may just want to call it the new X-Files or, you know, like, Scrubs yeah. did that, right? Uh, have a whole different, like, yeah. dynamic, a, a, a different partnership, you yeah. know? And that's fine, you know? It's a, it's, it's, it's a great premise for a show, as we yeah. know, because it's, you know, the hit yeah. series. Like, two cops fighting, finding aliens or not in the supernatural. So it's a tell as old as sci- sci-fi time, you yeah. know? So it's not like you couldn't bring two new characters for... That, that a new generation could get into. And kind of let those of us who love Mulder and Scully kind of hold on to some semblance yeah. of them being like, I don't know, give them a happy ending, let them go off somewhere, have Mulder call occasionally to help out the other two people. I don't know, but it's kind of like, let them retire. Yeah, and that's <laughs> sort of the thing is, I think a lot of us want a happy ending for Mulder and Scully. Mm-hmm. So if it were to continue on possibly, uh, possibly with Mulder, it'd be like, they're not going to get their happy ending. But... If it were to be the other characters, I'd be okay with it. Because it'd be kind of like CSI or Law & Order, where they yeah. switched up the dynamics before. But yeah, when you had something as pure as Mulder and Scully, it's sort of like when you tried to replace Benson and Stapler. And I don't know how how you don't get, no matter how hot they are, like Amaro, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. People fall in love with, you know, certain character dynamics. We don't want, we don't like yeah. change. <laughs> we don't yeah. like change all the time. Even if you keep bringing Dean Winters back. But when you take him away, I'm just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll just go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Child's Play. It could be a TV series. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, I, know. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> how is that happening? Well, because, too. I've been trying to wrap my mind yeah. around it ever since I've heard the news. 
Well, how are you gonna go stories with this unless you just picture? By the way, like, yeah, I love that picture. Like, like with Ash versus Evil Dead, like it's a goofy concept. And if you made this where Chucky is sort of like maybe like Stewie from Family Guy, just getting into things, like maybe pair him with the dog. I could get it if it was like comedy, but I'm like, yeah, straight up comedy. Yeah, I feel like that would cheapen it. I mean, there's funny moments like. There have been funny moments within that franchise, but to make it straight up, like yeah. horror, like comedy with the horror elements underneath, I think, I don't know. No. I just don't know if I'd like that as much. Because, it, it, you know, it would remind me of the, um, remember the Freddy versus Jason movie? Oh, yeah. That was straight up comedy. And it I was hated funny. It. <laughs> and I mean, it was funny, but I hated it as part of the franchise. Because I was like, you've made Freddy a joke. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, he can make... He can make jokes, but he's not the joke, you know? Yeah. And I feel like this would be the same thing. Like, you know, there can be some weird moments that happen for Chucky, but it's not, he's not the joke itself. Yeah, it'd have to be at least a little scary, but yeah, I'm just like, how could they do that? Like, how, yeah. Yeah, yeah and make it a show, yeah. Like, Chucky's around. Like, maybe <laughs> it takes six episodes to find him or something, and it's, yeah, I don't, I would, I don't understand how yeah. that. But they're de- they there's a chance. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there was the Camp Crystal Lake TV series that was being worked on. And I knew some people involved with that. And it never came to fruition. But it's still, like, on hold kind of with some mm-hmm. networks. So it may come out. But I'm like, I at least see th- where you could go with that. It almost be kind of like... You did, like, a 10-episode, almost, like, Wet Hot American Summer, like, just different parts of the camp and maybe different, like, you know, sort of things. I mean, it wouldn't have to be goofy like Wet Hot, but yeah. but just we've seen camp stuff work out before. Or Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, oh, my you gosh. Yeah. I love Salute Your Shorts. Camp <laughs> we hold you in our hearts. Yes. And when we think about you, it you makes make us want to fart. <laughs> it's, I hope we never part. <laughs> Do it right or pay the price. And, yeah, they yeah. were saying that if – um Mancini, uh, who uh, is behind the yep. Child's Play series, it was saying that if they did the series, it would be set up at the end of the last movie. So clearly, it's like still within the same vein of that universe. And then, but it's going to be, he's saying, a tone is dark and disturbing. <laughs> yeah, it now it's like the so in the vein of the franchise. So he's got a bride and a seed, and a <laughs> so it's like, is it Chucky family values? Yeah, I like, mean, like it, and who's the focus of it? You know, yeah. is it is it Chucky that we're going to get his POV? Which to me, I don't want to be that intimate with the monster itself. Yeah. You know, because he's still the monster. You know, and it's like when it's coming. Like, where he's, like, we're getting his inner monologues and stuff. Like <laughs> Frankenstein, which that was the difference of that. Frankenstein wasn't the real monster. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That was the humanity yeah. was, you know. It's like, yeah. And so it's, you know, I, I'm just kind of, want, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Like, I think I'd watch it. I will watch anything most of the time. Uh, you yeah. know, so I will look at it. But it's the same thing of how do you make that a series necessarily? Yeah, I mean, that's a little odd. Like, who's the perspective from? Also, I kind of wonder, is it, like... When when we're seeing a lot of this happen, when we're seeing like the movies and they're trying to make these TV franchises uh, or tr- uh, take the the TV take the movie into the uh, take that franchise into the TV verse, is this you know I'm kind of wondering is it a financial thing? Is there more to be gained? from it well i honestly prefer tv a lot of times because yeah. we're with the story longer with the movie it's just like even if you get like a marvel or dc where there's all these like interconnecting things there's still that it's done like with tv though is you get it like more i mean more is always better right yeah, yeah. 
Okay. And they have a lot more time to develop the characters, and, and you kind of fall in love with them or whatever. And that's the thing, though, is, like, do we need to bet with Chucky? Yeah, that's, I guess yeah. that's, I think it works for certain kind of stories where it makes sense to stay with a story longer. Yeah. Like, you know, like the great series on Netflix, Dark. It yeah. makes so much sense to stay with that kind of story longer. It does, I don't know if it makes as much sense to stay with a story like Child's Play. I'd even take a Nightmare on Elm Street series. Yeah, because Freddy is an interesting character. Yes. Yeah. And there's so many elements of the dream world and the different aspects of that and what controls that that you can kind of dive into. Chucky is a possessed doll. No. <laughs> so it's well he's not a possessed doll he's like actually the doll now depending on which movie you're on but yeah oh yeah I know they changed the origin story so much yeah. he gets stuck in the body so now he can bleed and have children <laughs> I know it's like that's some weird stuff and I just thought it was weird that Angel had a child now that they have dolls having babies so yeah vampires were had nothing a child then. and it wasn't with Buffy but whatever, uh, I digress. I'm sorry. Um, I was I'm a Spuffy fan, and Angel and Cordelia. Let's not wanted, fight yeah. on air. Oh, yeah, those <laughs> yeah. are some fighting words. But yeah, um, speaking of things that are obviously fighting words, Robert Kirkman is screwing with us yet again. Guys, I yeah. don't even know how is he. I feel like he's backtracking. Well, yeah, he's like, oh, he might not die. Well, and I almost feel that it's like with anything, he's just like trying to get people. Like he loves to mess with fans. Yeah. So I think that this is what it is: is him just messing with you because yeah, there's no way he survives. And like they've had a send off for the yeah. actor. Yeah. For those that I know, Carl yeah. got bitten. Spoiler yeah. alert last like mid season. Yeah. If you and- don't know, I'm rock are you under? <laughs> and but it's like and he didn't get bitten on a part that you can like, you know, like, cut you, off, like yeah. you know, cut off. It was like his where was it? Like was his his side, right? Yeah. And it's like you can't cut any part of that off. So it's like unless they found the cure, his blood somehow has the cure. I don't see there's any way of him like surviving this. But he's saying that there may be a chance. Yeah. I don't see how that's unless you're changing Unless there's a game changer that didn't occur in the comics yet. Yeah. Which I don't see happening. I don't either. I think, I mean, as I say, Chandler Riggs has done his send-off. I mean, His dad was pissed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, it was a whole thing about... I mean, and I I understand that. So there's, and that's why I was also wondering, because we know the controversy that happened Mm -hmm. where, you know, Carl was, you know... um, been and stuff and that you know it's a controversy of the actor not knowing that he wasn't going to be able to like he wasn't going to be around for some years uh with the show so i kind of thought well is he backtracking now is there a whole thing to like okay we won't kill you off because this looks bad but i also i feel storyline wise as much as it you know i thought i think it's sort of Carl has not been my favorite character, but I and I did think that him dying is kind of unnecessary because even though he's not my favorite character, I also think at this point it would be a cop out not to go through with it. Yeah, too. That's what I agree. I didn't want him to die as much as I agree. I didn't really like his character, but he needed to be around, and it was an it's an important part of the comics. And you don't always have to marry to that. But the thing is, is I didn't really understand the purpose other than just pure shock value, yeah, which seemed a little cheap to me. And and that this show doesn't need that. The ratings were falling, but considering how high they were, it was okay. I mean, you can take a hit every now and then, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like this is just another like eh, I'll mess with them a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I don't I think I think Carl is still a goner. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, cuz all I've heard is that, you know, it's oh, ring your tissues and <laughs> yeah. So, of course, we all know what that means. But, again, going back to happier times, we have the first look at the new Salem, 
for the Sabrina the Teenage Witch Netflix series. And, of course, he's just a cute black kitty. Doesn't look like he's going to be talking. Yeah, I I know that a talking cat just doesn't seem to fit this tone, but it's still, like, I kind of miss it. Yeah. Maybe he'll have telekinesis. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was about to say that. He might have, like, telepathy or something. Yeah, that that would be a little bit more slick looking. Not as fun as Helen when he used to, like, file his nails and stuff (laughs) on the other other show with Melissa Joan Hart and them, but I I can see this. I He's hope he a has, like, a really grungy voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder whose voice is going to be playing the voice. That would be interesting. Yeah, the, they should get a really good, vo- goofy voice actor. Kind of like Patton Oswalt with Happy. Yeah. Like, somebody like that. But I feel like Salem, he should be, like, a very, like, sexy guy voice, I think. Really? Almost. Like, that'd be funnier. Like, yeah. Yeah. I have to look up who played the previous Salem. I know. It was, was like, Nick voice? something. Yeah. Yeah, I mm. liked him. He was so funny. Yeah, I feel like he's. I feel like Salem should still be a funny person though. I, oh yeah. I, hopefully they don't make it so he's like all serious, like Sailor Moon kind of cats. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, anime, reference. but like you know, oh, I know. Like, I watched they're that so, one. Like serious, and so I, hopefully he still has that comedy about him. Cause cats are like inherently funny. So yeah, that's the thing is my cat screws with me. It's funny. Yeah. Like I like that, and, and that's I feel, what, yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say it should be like a trickster type. Yeah, guy. yeah, like yeah. exactly. Make, yeah. Still make it so he makes wise cracks and yeah. stuff. And he doesn't have to be British to do that. I know that's always a thing. Yeah, it was Nick McKay who was Salem. I was okay. like, it was Nick something. Yeah. But yeah, like, there's he a lot of... He still do it, yeah. right? I mean, he's a voice actor. Yeah, why not? And that's the thing, is like, there's a lot of great voice actors there, so hopefully they give it to someone who's yeah. really more of a voice actor. I hope he still has the same kind of personality. I'd be sad yeah. if he did it. Yeah, he, cats have to be sassy, I'm sorry. Yes. But um, Jess Sinclair is going to play Sabrina's friend. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I saw that casting. Um, I haven't seen her in many things. I do remember her as one of Bonnie's ancestors in uh, The Vampire Diaries. Oh, yeah. When I actually, like, glanced at it in the final season. (laughs) Because I stopped watching around season three. Bayman forever, everybody. So (laughs) I ship it. So, But, yeah, no, this seems really cool. Yeah. I know. I'm like, um, I wasn't really familiar because I didn't watch The Vampire Diaries. I'll admit that. I've seen a few episodes. It seemed like a good show, though. Yeah. But, yeah. And, yeah. And she's playing oh. Rosalind. Yeah. And if you look at, like, the Sabrina wiki, like, she's actually from the old, the character is actually from the old school comics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if she's, I, I haven't, I'll admit, I haven't watched, uh, read the, the revamped, darker reboot comics, but I know in the old school one, Rosalind is there. And they started off as uh, Rivals. And then they end up becoming friends. So I guess they're doing the same thing. Although she doesn't look like that in the comics. She's like blonde and white and everything. So that's cool. Kudos for diversity, too. Yeah, because that's sort of the thing uh, now. I mean, did Sabrina have any ethnic friends on the original show? I don't remember. Melissa Joan Hart's show? Yeah, I was like... Yeah, she did, actually. Not like regular friends, but her boyfriend was actually... I forgot his name. You're so so much better with names than that. The guy from Mm. uh, Scrubs. Oh, Donald Faison. Yeah, he was the boyfriend for a bit. Yeah, I love him. And yeah, because yeah, I always liked him in Clueless too. Like, yeah, uh, he was on there for a bit. So uh, that, but that was the only time. So yes, you're probably you're pretty much. Yeah, right. that's why I was like, <laughs> um, I've re- re- 
pretty sure that I remember Sabrina being an all-white show. And I'm <laughs> like, was, oh, good. And apparently John Fuertes from uh, Castle and This Is Us was on there, too, because I was looking. I was like, <laughs> like let's see, are there any any non-white people? Uh, yeah, there was a few. <laughs> just a few, just a few. But, um, yeah, this is really cool. And she's playing um, the preacher, the, the town preacher's daughter oh, yeah. in this. So that'll be cool. And they're calling it so, like, she's got to be empowered and, you know, they didn't hmm. use the word sassy, so that's yeah. a plus, I guess. <laughs> so, but she's going to be empowered and outspoken, which, yeah, you know, she's black, so it's you know a little bit yeah. sassy. Yeah, that, that's I, what I mean, it is. it's just a given. Yeah, yeah. you know. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, and what we do in the shadows is also done some casting uh, with Doug Jones, and yeah, yeah, I saw that, and he's played some iconic characters. Oh yeah, yeah. So. I know. I'm really looking forward to this show. I'm yeah. like, it sounds so fun. They're getting a whole arsenal of like really cool actors and really cool like talent within the show. So it should be really interesting when it actually comes out. Hopefully, they'll give it a chance too. Well, yeah, and I feel like Takawaititi's stuff is done yeah. pretty well. Yeah. I, I feel like this is not something that they're going to cancel early because yeah, you've got Beanie Feldstein too from Lady Bird, Jake McDormand also from Lady Bird, and then Mark. Proskett from The Office and Better Call Saul, he's really funny. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And, of course, it's going to be funny, like, you know, being as the whole concept, and that's Taika's, you know, M.O. But, yeah, I'm like, I feel like FX will give the show, like, a pretty good um, little run there. Yeah. And it's FX. They typically don't cancel stuff unless it's Terriers because they just didn't get it. Yeah, or mm-hmm. they'll put it on FXX. Yeah. <laughs> like they did with Archer. Oh, yeah. Uh, Archer, <laughs> legit, almost all the comedy stuff, they're like, we're going to just put it over yeah, there. Yeah, we won't cancel yeah. it. We'll just put it on a station that a lot of people don't get. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> does anyone here get FX? I don't. And I'm very annoyed. That's why I mentioned Archer. Yeah. It's like, it's, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, these shows were struggling, and then you're going to put them don't over here where somewhere. no one can see them. I will never understand cable. Just, just put things on Hulu. I'll watch it there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, people use those. It's like, I have cable, but I don't even have that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that is it for our news, I think. But, we, uh, you know, speaking of, we were talking about The Walking Dead earlier, and it is Black History Month as well as Women in Horror Month. So, this week, we have a little bit on Danae Guerra. Of course, I picked her best zombie murders. Yeah. The badass Michonne. I know. Michonne is definitely one of my favorite she characters. She is. She's awesome. Both in the comics and the show. Well, I mean, how can you, like, not... Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you knew this character was going to be cool. Not a gun. She's she's wielding the sword. swords. Yeah. I like her style. I mean, like, that's just cool. It's like, you know, anybody can use a gun. I can use these samurai swords. And I liked her friendship with Andrea. Yeah. Yeah. Who she would eventually take some of her plot line. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, (laughs) then she basically became Andrea. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Which I did not see coming. No, who knew that she would get some deep freaking one day. But, yeah. I always loved all the prison stuff. Yeah, the prison was some of their best seasons yeah. when they were in the prison. It was some of the best season. Although that one just basically looked like Reagan from The Exorcist. <laughs> and this character, I mean, Danae is so great when it comes to like the subtle 
way that she does the acting, especially yeah. for Michonne. And um, the character has come such a long way, too, in terms of, like, expressing, like, emotions, the connection she's made with poor Carl. Yeah. Carl. Carl. <laughs> and, of course, the epic love story of her and Rick. I ship it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're adorable. I'm sorry, and I, I will admit, I, I do sadly love Merle because I love Michael Rooker. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I like, like Merle Toro. I mean, he was, he was uh, an racist, awful person, misogynistic, but, but he, this, the actor is so awesome. So. Yeah. But, yeah, and that's the thing is Michonne is such a layered character because, as you mentioned, her relationship with Carl and you realize, you know, she lost her own son and she's just so guarded. And, and I relate to that, not really wanting to be vulnerable and show emotion, but when she gets to... It's always done so well. Yeah. yeah. And you all can catch her this week yeah. in friggin' Black Panther. She's kicking ass. Everyone go watch that movie. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> is like, you know, you've got her and Lupita in this right? movie. How can you go wrong? And then, of course, Michael B. Jordan. I mm-hmm. love that man. He can he can literally play anything. I don't even get mad when he plays like more than one Marvel character like I normally do. <laughs> I'm like, nope, he can play all of them. Yeah. <laughs> he is so pretty. But, yeah, enough about um, pretty people. I think that is it for this show. Um, Chauncey, where can they keep up the conversation with you? You can find me on Twitter at MissChaunceyKR. All right, and since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the Internet since there is only one. And be sure to download my podcast, Mrs. Brightside. You'll notice a lot of familiar voices from After Buzz TV on there. It comes out every Tuesday, and it can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, pretty well any podcast app I can think of. And then this show will be airing at a new time from now on, Tuesday, um, Tuesdays, Thursdays at 6 p.m. so that you guys can get your horror t- TV news a little bit earlier now. Thank you guys so much. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.